Welcome everyone to Dead Talk Live, and tonight we have Samantha Scafidi with us from Terrifier. Samantha, thank you for being with us. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. It's always great to talk to a fellow New Yorker. (laughs) (laughs) So let me ask you a question. How was Terrifier how you met Damien Leon and his crew, or did you know him before that? I met him on Terrifier. Um... I was recommended by Gina Caffarelli, who uh, played one of the, the characters in, in the movie, and he recommended me for the role, and that's how I met Damien. Oh, cool. And yeah. what was your impression like when you first got to meet him and the production team? <laughs> uh, well, it was funny because I got the script, and I remember I auditioned, and he loved it. He offered me the role, and then the first intro was basically me going all the way out to Staten Island. And um, when I had arrived there, another actor was supposed to be there. And uh, I remember just being like, oh my God, I'm going all the way out to Staten Island in the middle of nowhere. I haven't really been here that often. And I'm meeting a guy named Damien for like a, a movie and, you know, a horror film. And, um, and then all of a sudden I get a text from him outside, but I was waiting outside and he, uh, he was like the other actress didn't show up. So I was like, Oh my goodness, here I am meeting Damien for the first time. I'm getting my head cast, which also is just was the first experience for myself. So it was a, it was a little stressful. And then, uh, he did the head cast. That was an experience. And, um, yeah, after that we had a conversation and I was like, Oh my god, this guy is unbelievable and awesome. So I was uh Yeah, he's uh really he's really, really good at what he does. Uh so the thing about Terrifier, and I mentioned this to Damien as well, that kinda threw me off and I probably threw a lot of viewers off, was like we didn't think your character when we first saw you receiving the phone call that you were going to be anything but just a side character, but you ended up being the last girl standing, uh, for lack of a better term. Yeah. And I really, we thought your sister in the movie was going to be, you know, the one who takes down Art the Clown. Doesn't work out that way. What did you think about that twist in the plot? I I loved it. One thing I love about Damien is he doesn't follow anyone's rules. You know, he kind of. I, I feel like there are certain rules that I wasn't really, I didn't understand prior to doing, you know, a horror film or a genre film, specifically a slasher that I feel like immediately when Tara gets shot, you know, it kind of, is just like, we're not in the game that you're normal playing. You know, it's yeah. like Damien, he just kind of will take it in any direction, which I think is what's exciting. Cause you know, a lot of uh, the audience never knows what's going to come, which is I think also why you get such a different experience when watching a Damon Leone film. So, and when yeah. you when you were done shooting and looking back, how did you feel about the overall experience of of shooting the movie? I loved it. I it's funny. It's it's terrifying to watch, but we had so much fun when we were, um, you know, acting in the film when we were we were shooting it. It took the span of about a year to from start to finish wow but i mean we just i I became such a close friend to damien and um even you know getting to know uh you know jenna and david and you know even the producers and the crew it just 
it was magical in a lot of ways. It it's was. I think that it was about four or five years ago, but. <laughs> now, I told this to uh, Catherine as well, that she suffered one of the worst on-screen horrific deaths that I have ever seen in horror. Were you yeah. there in the background or just oh, no. watching her being tortured upside down? And Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I, I mean, I think, thankfully, they did a very close set for that. Um, but it's weird. Catherine and I never overlapped. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Catherine was shot out prior to me. Arriving uh, at the building. Filming. Yeah, and then Jenna and I, on her last day was my first day. So it just we just... Jen and I had met, and then we just like I met. I was like the remainder of the shoot. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, like you said, for the remainder of the shoot, it's pretty much all you carrying the rest of the film. Uh, and David, uh, what was it yeah. like working with David? David is is I like that I'm able to say this now. David is one of the nicest, funniest, most talkative individuals and I kind of always repeat that which is shocking to I think a lot of fans or anyone who doesn't know David because his character doesn't say a, a word in the, in the whole film but he's, also just he's the he's, nicest person yeah he's he's absolutely wonderful but it's just it's like the complete extreme opposite of what that role is it, that's David yeah. so take me back to your impressions when you first read that script I mean are you like oh my god what am I getting myself into here I, I've said this before, I remember, I think it was, it was like I, I consciously knew, I knew I was reading a horror film, but I didn't like kind of make the connection while I was reading it. So as I was reading it, I was like, so, I don't want to say turned off, but I was horrified. And I was like, oh my God, this is extremely violent. Like, can I get behind this? Like, because I just wasn't making the connection that it was a genre, you know, yeah. a horror genre. Um, and I even like, I joke with Damien. I was like, you know, maybe I'll do this. I'll get some experience, meet some great people. No one will see it if it's, you know, offensive or whatever. And then it ironically, you know, went viral and had its life. But I, I at one point was like, should I do this? And I, I'm, it was... I'm glad that was like a second of that because yeah. it was, yeah, it was life changing just in terms of, you know, process, but also just meeting everyone that I met. Would you say Terrifier has been a career changing uh, role for you? I would say it is probably the most successful to date. Um, like, yeah, in terms of just reaching out to a fan base, I've had so much uh, love and uh, support from the Terrifier fans, which has kind of been a first experience for me. Uh -huh. So I, yeah, so it definitely is a highlight and um, yeah, and, I, and, and experience that I, I, I haven't really ever had. So. So what are your impressions now of horror having been in a very successful horror film? Have your thoughts changed on the genre at all? Well, I always loved horror. I was like, okay. I definitely. I, I definitely grew up, I wasn't, I love film in general, but like, I always wanted, if I wanted to scare myself or, you know, just go on a ride, horror was obviously always the, the, the film that I would watch. And I do have to say they're some of the best to ever film, they're the most fun to film. Mm -hmm. um, I would do them 10 times over and, you know, if Dame, and whenever Damien calls in a heartbeat, I would do it. But uh, I, yeah, I, I guess, if anything, it's changed. It's just 
it's taken the the uh, the fear of maybe watching a new horror film because you kind of know how it all works a bit. Mm -hmm. So that's how it changed. But I've I've always loved the genre. I just uh, and I always respected the genre. Yeah. I just, so uh when did you get the call that you were coming back for terrifier 2 um we, we kind of always i kind of always knew damien is always thinking ahead and always i think i think that's what makes him amazing is he could be in it and filming but or you know but his mind's always working and, and he has such a vision i think for the series but also just uh just in general so mm -hmm. Um, but I kind of knew when we were filming, cause I, I knew the outcome that, you know, if, if, and when they did the sequel, that there would be some sort of way that I was weaved into it. Now, obviously you can't share about, about Terrifier 2, but if you were to compare the two experiences, uh, in the same, uh, franchise, which one would you say was more grueling on you, both as an actress, physically, emotionally, mentally, is it the second one that's still yet to come out, or was it the first one? I'm going to be very careful with uh, answering that. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to say what, what, what I spent more time uh, doing. I'm pretty sure Damien is watching this. Yeah, yeah. He said he was going to try to, 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 try to catch it a little bit. Um, I would say because I was working with people that I was very familiar with and loved dearly that it was... Uh, a lot more fun. I was a lot older, a lot more mature, you know, in my, my craft. So we had a lot of fun in the second one. We had a, a definitely, there, it felt like, I think in the first one, I, I, you know, there's always those nerves mm -hmm. being new and coming into something, especially as a young actor. And then, but I didn't have that at all in the second one, but also, oh, yeah. I you know, was a family. you know, you <laughs> that's know. Like diplomatic answer <laughs> yes and you know the crew <laughs> you've worked together it's like a family reunion in a way yeah exactly. uh so we'll get back to terrifier in a bit tell us about yourself like when how did you get into acting when did you know and all that good stuff oh um yeah i always it was weird i i grew up um i don't have any family in in the uh in the arts in terms of like a profession i'm like the uh Marissa Tomei of uh, lawyers, you know, like yeah. uh, my father's a lawyer, my brother's a lawyer, my brother's a lawyer, my other brother's a lawyer. Yeah, like yeah my cousin Vinny right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, you know, I had done, I always had an interest and I can't tell you where it came from when I was a kid, but I did uh, a theater program in the summer. It was a stage for manor when I was 13 and that kind of was like the first, um, you know, thing that lit me up. And then I went to business school because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. And I took like a side acting class and then it just kept kind of, the interest kept, I guess it just kept getting pulled out of me. Mm -hmm. And then I, I graduated business school. I ended up in New York City and I, you know, I pleaded with my parents to just like give me one summer where I could, you know, train in a, in a, a summer program. And I, and, you know, they were supportive. So I, I did the summer program at William Esper studio. And then that kind of just changed my life. Like I remember coming out of that programming, having experienced something I had never experienced when, when you act, which is like this full body, just, yeah, I, I can't even describe the feeling, but my father had seen, seen it in me and seen the shift. So mm -hmm. he said, 
you know, I see you've changed. I see you love it. So if you're going to do it, you've got to do it and you got to pursue it fully. And exactly. that, you have to have a foundation. And so he supported me because my parents are, uh, well, they both supported me, my mother and my father. They sent me to acting school for two years. That's so great to have such supporting yeah. parents. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I hope to give them everything that I can. First, I hope to, you know, not ever disappoint them. But, but, uh, <laughs> but second, I, I hope to pay it back tenfold. But yeah, so I, I did, I did that for two years, and then just for the next, I think, ten years, because that was 2012. I graduated. Yeah, I just was acting, producing to act, and. You did a lot of shorts and uh, whatnot. Was Terrifier your first feature film or second? It was, it's weird. I've done a lot of independent features. And like, if I look at my resume of all the things I had done, there was a lot that didn't make IMDb or some never saw kind of the, the light of day or, mm-hmm. or, you know, or I had like bit roles in features. Uh, Terrifier was like one of the, the larger roles that I'd ever done yeah and uh so you know along with Damien I mean you know you guys are done shooting the first one and I mean Terrifier has developed a big following now yeah. you should have seen I know you were not able to make the convention in Atlantic City earlier this month yeah. you should yeah. have seen the line of people for David and Damien I... Damien is all there you know staring at the ceiling mm-hmm. <laughs> And David has a line across the whole room of people waiting to get his autograph. I remember when it went like viral. David's like numbers like went from zero to like I don't even know like yeah. instantly. It was like, but it, it's it's actually really refreshing though because you know a lot of these people prior to Terrifier they work so hard and they they really are passionate about what they do so to like get that kind of response and support is just it's actually and and they're so humble about it all mm-hmm. but but yeah now i've heard damien sent me videos because they're all they're traveling like the country all yeah, the time it's a great crew yeah yeah but they show me videos and it's just like just hundreds of people i'm like i'm just in shock yeah but, yeah i remember you know while david had the line i go to damien and i forgot what i was saying but i'm like what about mr popular over there referring to <laughs> I hope Damien's watching right now. <laughs> oh, man. So when did you know after the movie came out, you and the rest of the cast crew, that, you know, you guys made something really special here? Well, I think it was when, when Dead Central got involved and then it went it went on Netflix. I mean, I mean, I knew I knew when we had seen it. The, the truth is when you when you do like an independent film, and you don't have a lot of money. I think as an actor, especially when you have like not even like a six-person crew, you're like, yeah. what is this going to be? It's like, it's, and you don't even know what the director's doing necessarily. And I didn't at that time. And so you're like, is this just going to be coverage? Like, is it just going to be very simple, like back and forth? But then we saw it, and oh, I remember we. This is going back. We we did the. I saw it at the premiere at the horror festival in Lincoln center with the cast and crew. Awesome. Um, yeah. And yeah. And family and friends. But, um, that's when I was like, Damien, that's what you were doing the whole time. <laughs> like everything was just so, there was such a vision from beginning to end and just from how he plotted out, like just the, the, the shot design, 
Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. like, I mean, like what he does is so difficult, right? It's like, it's comedy and it's hard. And it's like, he builds these moment to moment, second to second, like scenes that really just make you jump. That's not an easy scene. No, no, it's not. So I think as an actor, I was like, oh, but then you can see that and appreciate it, but then you never know if it hits. And then I think when it went to Netflix and we had support, uh, that was when it was like trending and we were like, what the hell? <laughs> now, working with Damien uh, as an actress and him, you know, directing something that he created and wrote and all that, uh, how did you find his direction and what he wanted you to do? Was he very clear did it give you some uh, leeway in how you wanted to portray the character in terms of portraying victoria there was complete trust in taking it in the direction that you know we took it um I, damien is the kind of director that's like once he gives you and entrusts the role with you he kind of you know entrusts the role and lets you take it character wise mm-hmm. but but he does know what he wants so even you know being there on set and you know when you're on set and you're doing these takes you're not necessarily seeing what you're doing and you know he knows what he what he wants and he'll be able to get you there because you know he's also seeing it how it all comes together exactly now yeah. uh as a fan what do you think about the gore aspect in the movie i mean it's it's really over the top and damien got yeah. really innovative oh yeah um, well, it's funny. It sla- slasher gore is not. I'm. I'm. <laughs> I want to say I'm a little bitch. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse right now. No, you're, you're allowed. <laughs> okay, I'm a little bitch. I don't. I'm like. I have to. Like, I don't think I've ever seen the movie fully. Like, I've been like this the majority of the time. My horror type of films that I like to watch are like the psychological horror things. But uh, yeah. Damien yeah. definitely took it. Um and he pushes the envelope and I think, yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I haven't, I, I'll look away at certain moments, but uh, I know there's, there's an audience for that. And, and I love that. Yeah, and I know, yeah. I, I do know that he definitely, uh, he keeps pushing it in the sequel. So <laughs> for me, I liked them both. The, I, there's always a place for the gore and all that, but I'm like with you too. I love character driven, good psychological thriller slash horror movies. Yeah. They they both have a place and they both fall under the same umbrella of horror, you know, at yeah. the end of the day. Uh, now, it's a popular film. It resonated with audiences. Uh, did you do anything to sort of like, did you sneak in the theaters to see what the audience's responses was, how it was being received by people? Um, I didn't, um, I feel like Damien definitely kept me up on, uh, like, cause I think they're, they're playing it at a few drive-ins, which is really cool. Yeah. You, you know, and, and I would, yeah, but, but I wouldn't, we didn't even, it was weird. I don't even know if we knew about it until like it was happening type of situation. So he'd send like a little update, but, um, but yeah, no, I think, I, I don't even know if it, I mean, it was in. It was in a few drive-ins. I know it was playing in bars in New York City. Like, people were screening in bars. But it was one of those things we heard about it later. Yeah. Situation. I think it, like, it went it went almost not straight to... Did it go straight to Netflix or the streaming services? But I know it, went, it was definitely on streaming. So I, I purchased it. It was so... Yeah. 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 And yeah. it is available on Netflix, I believe, as well. 
Yeah. Uh, have you ever watched any 80s horror movies like, you know, now I asked Damien about this and how the film, uh, if he purposely did it, he gave it sort of that 80s. Uh, this is all done in, in the editing process, you yeah. know, that grain and all that. Yeah. Watching the film, uh, what did you think about that as a viewer on how he took it back to sort of the old school days? I love it because I think one thing Damien's always been transparent about is he's so he he loves the genre like no one knows the genre I feel like better than Damien mm -hmm. but uh but he he a lot of it are homages to some of the people that he admires and respects you know um so I think there's just even just in terms of you know genre technique you know um which he could explain all that in, in the horror, in the yeah. horror genre specifically. But yeah, he, uh, yeah, I, I love it. I, I mean, as a filmmaker myself, because I am now directing, uh, it's hard not to, to to incorporate that into, exactly. into your filmmaking. Yeah. Because I mean, it, it's been, yeah. So now you said you're directing as well. What kind of stuff, uh, you know, do you like to direct as far as genre type material? Is it anything, anything that appeals to you? Uh, it's, it's funny. I, I tend to feel like I write dramatic things, but, um, cause I'm a, a writer as well. So I write the material that I direct, but uh, unless I'm hired for a job, but I, uh, it, it's whatever comes out. Like I weirdly wrote, that I actually um, consulted Damien on, on like a, um, a horror, a psychological horror. Mm -hmm. It just, it's odd, oddly enough, that's what came out of me when I when I wrote the story. But then I've also, you know, written absurdist comedies and and you know dr dramatic pieces. So it's it's weird. I'm as much as I'm not a, uh, I can't really look at gore. A lot of material that I tend to write is on the darker side. So maybe that's why I had a lot of fun shooting. There you go. There you go. Your subconscious yeah. reveals itself, you know? Oh yeah. No, there's a shadow. There's it's, it's there. It's, and it comes out in my writing, but now, you know, you said you've done producing, directing, you like to write, uh, moving forward. Do you want to continue doing everything as well as acting a little bit of everything? Well, it's, it's funny. I always, I want to do it all, but I always thought that acting was kind of the end all be all. Um, and then directing kind of happened in a very unexpected way. Uh, and that became a, a clear, more, uh, realistic path, which sounds kind of ironic because mm. I feel like it's just as hard as, yeah. but, but I got very lucky and you know, I, I have representation, so I, I'm very focused on writing, directing, but then I'll get auditions um, when they come in or, if, you know, with Terrifier or exactly. people that I, if I've worked with, you know, reach out to me. Now, uh, being, but, now being a know. jack of all trades, you know, acting and behind the camera, what would you say personally is the most challenging? Is it acting? Is it directing, writing? For me, I would think it would be writing. It's the whole creative, just coming up with something out of nothing. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like um, they're all they're all difficult for different reasons, right? It's like acting. You have to be able to do the work and lose yourself in the moment, and and 
share a part of yourself and your truth and, and be vulnerable. And that, that's a difficult place to go. That's, that's hard to just turn on, you know, that, yeah. that takes a lot of, uh, you know, uh, guts and, and, and whatnot. But, uh, and then directing is, uh, there's so many aspects of directing that you have to be able to do at once. So it's, you know, it's being able to direct actors and, and it's being able to drive a set, uh, you know, uh, and be technical with your shop design, you know, it's, yeah. And then writing, writing always was something that was always happening in my life where I didn't realize I was a writer. I was just kind of always writing. Mm -hmm. And then one day I looked down and I had all these scripts. The hardest thing I would say writing may be the hardest to do because, you know, I didn't go to school for it. So there's, I, I creatively I can I, it's easy for me to kind of go into a story, but it, the craft of it is really difficult, you know, like making sure that you're telling a story, but that also it's, you know, the audience can follow from exactly. beginning. to Yeah. So, so now, it is challenging for all different reasons. Yeah. Now, when to get into the character of Victoria, did you do anything special to get into, you know, Victoria's mindset? Like, oh my God, I gotta go pick up her sis my sister and her <laughs> friend. And lo and behold, here I run into this psychopath maniac who's chopping people in half. Yeah. I wish I had cool stories about doing weird things, but I feel like Victoria was very like like close to the vest. Like when I grew up, I used to always uh I used to be, the, I mean, like, look, everyone uh, underage drinks, you know, at some yeah. point in high school. And I, I was always, I was always like paranoid. So I would always be the designated driver. Uh, so I was always picking people up and I was always driving them home. So like, you know, it's just like Victoria was very much like my own self, like kind of like, oh, I've got a million things to do, but okay, I'll come to you at 2 a.m. in the morning and take care of you. Exactly. So, but, uh, but in terms of like, the hardest things were, you know, acting and like coming upon a body, you know, like I, I think she, she comes upon Catherine's body and Jenna's body. It's like yeah. one sister. What is that? You know, and, and how do you prepare for that? And how do you react to seeing, to seeing your sister's dead body? You know, it's. Yeah, I think there's the idea of what that is, and then there's the reality. And you know, uh, thank God and knock on wood, I've never had to experience anything like that in my life. But it's it's challenging. It's it's yeah. I don't. Yeah, it definitely was uh, challenging. But I, I, I gotta share this with you. I'm I'm looking at the chats because they're right there. Everybody loves your voice. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I should. I'm gonna share this with my father because yeah, you well, you do, and I I admit you have like the, that. I guess closest comparison is the me more type uh, of voice, you know. So I I will take it because I my dad would always joke. We, my dad and I take the piss out of each other, but he'd always be like, just a little bit higher, just a little bit, you <laughs> no, know. No, no. But then it, I went to acting school, and everyone was like, don't change a cool. thing. <laughs> now i don't remember you sounding like that in terrifier uh what do you do tell us like what do actors do to change their voice not talking like i'm talking you know like in a british accent but yeah. from american to american to sort of mask your natural voice give us the trick what do you do to mask it if you have to 
Uh, I feel like probably at that, this, okay, what is that, like 16, 2016, I did a lot of growing up, so my voice, I think, changed a bit, you know, it's, you know, grounded it a bit in myself, so maybe that's the shift, but, um, but I think, like, I think I was screaming a lot in that film, (laughs) or, like, screaming to nowhere, you know, Kara and all these things, so that's probably why it went up, but, um, but no, I mean, I think, when you have time, you, you know, we, I went to acting school and they, we did voice and speech classes. We worked on accents. We, uh, yeah, we just, we, we learned to find the right voice for the character, but I, I tend to try to ground it in, in myself. Cause I think one of the things that I at least feel in acting is that it's really hard to lose yourself fully in a role. There's always a part that you're trying to align the role to, mm-hmm. to you, you know what I mean? To find the truth of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I really haven't been uh, tested in that way in an acting role yet where I really have to, you know, make my voice a little bit higher or even lower. Or, well, or even- let me give you what I think. I think your voice is one of, is well, besides your acting and so on, it's going to be a big asset for you moving yeah. forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, any uh, voiceover agents uh, on this chat? Cause, I uh- <laughs> hope so. I hope so. Uh, now, like you said, uh, you take over the second half of this movie. The all the cast that we read, we met in the beginning is dead. You're carrying this film. Uh, did you feel added pressure uh, having to do that? Um, I don't think I really consciously thought of that actually, because I think in my mind, it, yeah, I just I just was seeing it as a whole piece as an ensemble, you know, and and David David really like he carries that whole movie in a lot of ways. I mean, all the acting is great and every individual is great, but him through it is really he just steals like all all the scenes. But um, but uh, he but yeah, no, I I didn't feel the pressure because I don't think I thought about it. I just we were we were really in it, and I think like I had said, it was a, a low budget. Um, small crew and we were just kind of just showing up and giving everything we had and kind of got lost in that in that world for a bit did you find yourself uh you know coming to damien with a lot of questions when it came to your interactions with art the clown with victoria's interactions with art the clown and what exactly damien was looking for uh yeah i think we had initial conversations where we kind of like uh solidified what the intention was we exchanged like some references but i think when we were on set we just got to work you know like i said damien has such a clear vision that you know if the take goes we'll stop he'll give you a direction and boom we do it again and and i like to work like that because he kind of tells you exactly what it is he's looking and and i like and there's you know and then we just go in and we do it again yeah give me your first reaction when you saw david in full makeup I don't think I met David in full makeup. A few people met David in full makeup. I or only knew him in full makeup until like the premiere. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of just like weird because you you meet this person who's really and then their face is just it. But uh, it, the fun of of it all was, you know, David in full makeup still being David. Oh God, I can imagine that. <laughs> Yeah, like we have so many videos and I don't know where they went, but uh, 
Damien was like, do not share these until <laughs> it comes out or may never share these. But they're just like absurd and ridiculous. You know, him on the little bike, you know, us just, you know, being absurd, trying to entertain ourselves in between takes, you know, so. But uh, so let's but, talk. Let's talk about some of the other stuff that you have done. Like, for example, uh, Demon Hole. OK, <laughs> uh, not as well received as Terrifier. Yeah. OK, yeah. but how did you get involved with that? That was an audition that came uh, in through a manager, um, and I just thought I auditioned and I got the role. It was we shot it. I was young at I was very young at the time, early twenties, um, and we went out to Ohio. Same kind of scenario, like small budget, very small crew, but we shot it like in the dead of winter in Ohio, in like the middle of nowhere. Wow. And it was just so it was like it, it felt like a, another family and a, a magical experience because I love the director. I love the cast and the crew. And we got to like, you know, be in that environment for a month and away from the world. But uh, but yeah, it was those winters were grueling because we were we were out. A lot of it happens outside, which is the irony of it all. But yeah, it was. It, yeah, I I've been very lucky that most films that I've been on. I've just been able to work with really good people. So now, Demon Hole. Did you? I'm I'm just looking at the your resume here. Demon Hole. You did after or before? Before, before. way before. before. Yeah. Now your roles after uh, Terrifier. Uh, you know, sort of went up. You were in a TV series, How to Be a Startup in 21 Days. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of TV work, but the stuff that you have done for TV, what are your impressions working for a TV series as opposed to doing a film? Um, you know, I'm not, I think even How to Do a Startup was, was, uh, was like, I think it says TV series, but I think it was like a web series. Okay. I don't know if they ended up putting it out. I mean, it's funny, right when I would say I shifted careers very drastically two and a half, three years ago when mm -hmm. I started directing. So I, that's probably why there's, well, then, then there's also possibly that I would have not landed many roles after, even if I didn't shift careers because the, the life of acting. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I really don't know. I've never really been on a <laughs> show, um, you know, but I, I've heard experiences through a lot of my really close friends. But uh, but yeah, I hope to direct the TV episode one day. <laughs> now, as, when it comes to the, your directing work, you do, at least as far as IMDb goes, you've done a lot of shorts. Um, have yeah. You, have you done any other stuff that has not been released or has not, it's not going to be released yet? Or Yeah. Well, I can explain that because it's it's uh, it's an interesting shift in career. So I I was making films by myself. You know, I went to the Women's March on Washington and I made a little a doc on that. And then I made a domestic violence PSA. You know, I was and then I made a music video for a band that. Um, and up until that point, I was just kind of like having these ideas, writing these things, and saying I just want to like have the I just want to make this thing. I wasn't identifying as a writer director. But then, uh, ironically enough, uh, the music video caught the attention of a very, very, uh, big commercial production company. So they called me in and then 
uh, I spent the better part of a year being developed uh, by a commercial company. So that's like, that's, so a lot of the things I do are short form because they're music videos, they're PSAs. I've worked with like Rain, which is the, um, it's a, it's a, uh, well, it's rape abuse incest national network. Mm -hmm. So I've made short films for them. Um, a lot of the work I've done is in like the social justice sector. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it just, and then when that was like right before, you know, it, it got one of the films did very well in that world. And then, uh, you know, as, as my career is about to go up, the pandemic kind of hit and then the industry shut down. Exactly. Yeah. Do you find yourself like when you're acting and you're working with these different directors like Damien and other people, are you watching and also learning how they do their thing and, uh, picking up on what you would like to try out as a director yourself? I think when I've worked with, uh, directors and I think like when you're on a set as an actor, even if you're focused on the acting craft, you're just in the environment, just picking up all these things, even if you're not aware. And, um, I definitely, I learned a lot from being on set, whether as an actor, as a producer of what to do and what not to do. (laughs) And more, more times than not, sometimes what not to do. Um, but I think with like directing, you know, it's just, I've always been a film lover, you know, I've my whole life. And I think that's also been my school because I ironically never went to school for any of this besides acting for those two years. And I think, yeah, just that. And I love visual essays on, you know, film essays where they're yeah. like you know, Aronofsky sounds or Edgar Wright, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's it, uh, he does the uh, visual comedy, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I like, I'm like a nerd in that sense. Like I devour that. So, and then I think with all that, when I direct, it becomes very instinctual. And when, so, it, and when it comes to being behind the camera or part of the crew, I would think there, there is no close, anything that matches just onset experience as you know, school is important. School is great. It gives yeah. you the fundamentals, but just being on a set, seeing how things are run, how things are done, that can't be matched anywhere else. Do you agree with that? I totally agree. I I joke that like my my crash course in producing was uh, trying. Well, trying. We we made a feature film, and that was my first experience ever producing. That film I don't think ever came out for just I think other reasons that I'm not, I'm not too sure of, but like, it was like every mistake you could make, we did, but because it was us making it, we, you know, didn't have to worry about, you know, you know, uh, having to answer to anyone, Yeah. which is also what I loved about making my own films. Cause I mean, you learn by failing. So yeah. the thing that the greatest lessons I've ever learned is by just doing. And that's always been kind of, what's kept me going is like, you know, I would do acting roles and early on my career and just absolutely suck. Like, <laughs> like, like just be like, that was shit. And then, but you know, it always work always begot work. And then I started realizing like, just got to go out and do it and pursue the passion and whatever you're And Yeah. So like for me, everything that I've ever learned in this kind of world has been just by doing and, and I guess it's the exciting part of it. But. It is, it is. Now, uh, Terrifier 2, when it does come out, uh, whenever that is, 
Uh, do you feel there's a, a little bit extra anxiety as opposed to the first one? Because now the first one was so successful and people are expecting the follow-up to be as successful. For you personally, I'm, you know, you can't answer for anybody else, but mm. are you a little bit more nervous with Terrifier 2 coming out as opposed to Terrifier? I'm actually not because I think, well, I actually had this conversation with Damien just because he was encouraging me on, on something, but... Um, By the way, Dave, he is watching. Of course he is. Hi, Damien. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> no, um, well, I'm going to tell him about the conversation we had on the phone. Um, <laughs> you know, we both have that same mentality where it's like, you can't, you can't write and make films for an outcome. You kind of just got to trust your instinct and trust, you know, and just, and own that. And I think like there, look, you can do everything that you desire in a film. You can, you can get all the money in the world and you can, and people can read the script and love it, but it may not land. And that's yeah. the reality of any art. You know, it may not be received for whatever reason, whether it's the time or it didn't translate. Cause it's really hard to have an idea. Like we had talked about with writing where you, it comes out of nowhere, it comes out of nothing, and all of a sudden you have that and you see it to the end. It may not translate. Yeah. And I think that's the reality of like any artist, you know, not just filmmaking. And so I think, and I'm not, I mean, maybe I'm speaking for Damien or and myself, but I think we both understand that, you know, we, we know that. So I think that's what drives us to just be like, fuck it, we're exactly. gonna put everything we have into this. We're not going to worry about appealing to this person or this thing and and that and just like make the film that we'd want to watch. And, you know, and... and I've talked to a lot of filmmakers and they all have the same thing to say. It's not about how well it's received is. Are you happy with it? Exactly. You know what I mean, are you happy with what you put out there? How do you feel about yeah. that? I, I totally agree. I think. I think that's the hardest thing, right? Is to do that without taking into consideration all these other factors. But at the end of the day, you've got to be proud about the work that you do and you got to be able to stand behind it. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, look, we, we do make films for them to be watched. We want the audience to be entertained. And I know for sure, like the fan base of Terrifier is so loved by all the cast and crew, like, and I know Damien especially. So there is nothing more than what we want than to like make the fans happy yeah. to give them another experience, you know, better than the first. But, uh, but in terms of staying in that, that, that state of anxiety, you really, it's, it's not useful. We just got to just do the work and hope for the best type of situation. Now did shooting terrifier too, was it a longer shoot uh, than terrifier? Um, I think that's allowed, right, Damien? I mean, she can say <laughs> how long. I'm like, oh, I saw Damien say hello. I'll love you back. Um, yeah, Damien, can I answer that? <laughs> Damien, could she answer how long did uh, well, this? We had so many days on uh, on Terrifier 1, so I can say it was shorter. Okay. But we had a lot of days, and we had a lot of pickup days. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But I I'm very careful what I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. The boss man is watching. Uh, he says, answer anything you like. So there you go. Samantha, this has been brilliant. Uh, we got to bring you back when Terrifier 2 does come out. 
there are a lot of people anticipating this film and I see a lot of great things in your future as well in your career whether it's acting directing I'm really really stoked to see uh, more of your directing work and I'm excited to share it with the world hope soon soon there's stuff to come <laughs> in directing I don't know if I asked you this or not but uh, you mentioned with writing you wrote some drama stuff uh, is there a particular passion in where you want to direct and what kind of stuff you want to direct? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I love the short form commercial stuff for the reason that, um, like I've done PSAs with organizations, so it's really great because there's a massive audience for that and mm -hmm. you can do a lot of good through that channel. But the dream is, and what I what I write naturally are, are narrative forms. It's, it's uh, long form ultimately a TV series, you know, I, I mean, I say series, that sounds like very, very far to reach. I have very, very big goals, but, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm working on, uh, a feature right now and, uh, and I have some uh, pilots in the work. I'm, Are you yeah. very protective of the stuff that you wrote that to the point where you're like, I want to direct what I wrote because, I only trust myself to share that vision that I put down on paper. Um, I think I can't imagine anyone else write, uh, directing what I write, wrote only cause they are, I feel like as a writer that well, for me, at least it's, it always is an extension of yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like, I mean, even to the degree of giving it to actors to do the role, you know, that's, that's even like a little bit of a, uh, you know, but I, I know a lot of uh, amazing actors who I who could do could bring it to a level that I never imagined. Yeah, but uh, I'm not, I never say never. I mean, I think if it went TV series route, you know, you would have multiple directors. You'd probably just do the pilot and then you let other people take over. But um, never say never. I don't make final statements, but I, I hope to direct all the things I write. How would you feel about directing something that you're in? It's been done. It's been done a lot, you know, where directors act and the stuff they direct. I, the way that I direct is so intense in a technical way that um, it's very designed. So I think I tried once on a short, short thing to to act in something that I was directing, but I also did, it was just me and the DP that we were mm -hmm. shooting. Um, and that was very stressful. <laughs> I was just like, I can't watch myself and perform and watch. So um, I never say never, but ideally, I mean, I'd, I'd like to give it to someone else because honestly, I, I always say like, if you have one, one great or good mind, you know, you're always better having, having more great minds. It's like That's one as opposed to, Four or five, you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. there's so many talented people out there, and I, and yeah, it's I could never, you know, do it all justice at the same. No, I mean, I, I mean, at the end of the day, to get something creative, work, movies, TV, show, anything, a stage play, it's a team effort. It's a always. team effort. It's always a team effort. Samantha, yeah. this has been awesome. Thank you so much uh, for joining so much us. For no, it's been our pleasure. The, our audience just loves you. Um, and we are so excited to see you in Terrifier 2 and see 
You know, I have my own thoughts on how Damien might take your character. I got to wait to see it to find out. Oh, yeah. I absolutely. Like right. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you again. Thank you to all our audience. Thank you for Damien for tuning in. Uh, stay safe on behalf of Samantha. Well, before we go, do you have any final thoughts you want to share? Oh no! I'm just uh, just thank you for having me, and thanks to the um, to the fans and the support base. Like I think we say this a lot, but like it wouldn't be possible. The second film would have been possible, and our efforts would not be in vain. But it it really is it's magical nice. that it's been received the way that it has. Are you gonna? Are you appearing in any cons anytime soon? I am scheduled. I think with the whole. Um, the whole cast in uh, in Jersey on the on the end of October. You talking about Horrorfest? No, not. I think it's New Jersey Horror New Jersey Horrorfest. That's yeah. in November, early November. Okay, I didn't know because that yeah, was the one that. Damien, are you on still, or did you leave? Because <laughs> that was the one that Damien and the whole crew were there earlier this month. There is one. Um, End of October. I'm just uh, blanking. Okay. All right. I think it's another sure, one. And I think the whole the whole cast is together for the first time. All right. Cool. Cool. Might have to come check you out and meet you in person. Missed you earlier this month. Anyway, yeah. thank you so much, Samantha. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Until next time, on behalf of Samantha and myself, stay safe, stay walking. Good night, everybody.